Welcome to another Mind Body Story, the podcast that explores the connection between your mind and body and inspires you to embrace your authentic self. Whether you're seeking healing, personal growth, or a new perspective, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Anna Stefan, also known as the Aligned Body Coach, and I'm so excited to be your guide here. Join me as we connect with educators, mentors, and everyday people who have discovered the healing power of movement, meditation, or self-awareness. Get ready to feel connected and inspired. In today's episode, I am chatting with Magda, a lovely Pilates student of mine who, after losing her dream job, found refuge and found a lot of mindfulness in Pilates Reformer. Let's get into it. Hi, Magda. Thank you so much for joining me uh, today. Um, before we get straight into it, I'll ask you to um, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Anna, thank you again for inviting me to this podcast. I'm really excited to, you know, tell about my story today. Uh, a little bit background about me since we are talking about, you know, like being in Ireland and movement a little bit. Uh, I uh, lived in Ireland for 10 years now. I came to Ireland after I graduated university to pursue a career, basically, but also came because uh, for love, basically. My boyfriend convinced me to to move there. Uh, and so, you know, like, uh, just try to work, you know, abroad and just try a new career there. Uh, and, you know, like, uh, I'm from Poland as well. So the life in this country, it's not easy in terms of, you know, finding the right job path or finding the career. So I thought, you know, like, why not try new things uh, as well? So it's my 10 years anniversary this year. Oh, yes. I I will be 11 years in August, 11 years in Ireland in August as well. So congrats to celebrate. Yeah, this is is amazing. Uh, I have not found a way to celebrate yet, but hoping, you know, to maybe go somewhere uh, as a, you know, as a, as a, you know, uh, something, something different and travel somewhere just to escape Ireland for a little bit. Uh, the, the, you know, like in terms of my career here in Ireland, which I think we'll be talking about a little bit, how my career, how my kind of job impact the movement and I, how I got into Pilates as well. Um, so I, when I came what, here, I started, what did you, yeah. sorry to interrupt you, Magda, what did, you said you graduated college and then moved here for yes. love and career. So you had yes. met your boyfriend? Yes. Yeah, so I met my boyfriend when I was studying and then uh, we were together two years and then we moved to uh, to Ireland basically after oh, really? that. Yes. And what was the job path that you were looking to create? Uh, so there was no ideal job path, to be honest. I was looking, if, when I landed here, I just wanted to get a job. That was the, that was the plan, uh, just to get a job and start from the scratch. Because uh, I had a degree in international studies, which can be anything really. And uh, I believe that even if you have diploma and a certain degree, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go through that path, right? Majority yeah, yeah. of us, I think, also had this kind of a thing where you graduate, but you are doing completely separate thing to, to what we've been graduating. To. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, like I was uh, very lucky because, you know, because I have a second language, which is Polish, I landed some customer service job 
um, in one of the outsources in Ireland. And uh, I started working from there and I met really fantastic people there. And those network of people, those friends that I've met when I was working there, it kind of followed the path later on in the career. And this is how I landed later the role in one of the big tech companies. So I landed the role in Google because oh, wow. of a friend that I met, yes, uh, during my first job in Ireland in, in the customer service. So this was a, you know, like really a chain of good events, meeting good people that helped me out within my career and, you know, just kind of proving myself that I can do things, I can learn things on the way, which is not necessarily related to the, what I've learned in yeah, my yeah, university, yeah. Uh, which, which, which is amazing. Um, but it's yeah, like the path is not always straight as you get out of college and you yes. go and do the job you studied for and so on you kind of like move with the flow and change as exactly. things evolve. Yeah, exactly. So you and launched the job in Google. Yes, I landed <laughs> the job in Google. I spent six years of my life there. So almost more than half of my you know time here in Ireland. And then last year I moved to another company. And unfortunately I have been laid off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so From this, this is where, job, you were laid off. Uh, so I was laid off because of the redundancies. Right. Was this during the pandemic or sorry, when did no, you? It was last year. So was 2022, uh, the, the fall of 2022. And this is where I when I started also doing Pilates. So which is a good coincidence. <laughs> what was your movement journey before that? So what were you doing in Poland? What were you doing... Um, when you got to Ireland, did you move? Did you go to any classes? Do you, do you enjoy? What do you enjoy in terms of? I think it's an interesting journey and it, it kind of relates to my career a little bit. But uh, just generally when I was a child, I hate like PE. I hate doing any physical exercises, anything with related, you know, like to sports. I hated it. I was more like an artsy child. So I've been going a lot to the music school. Like I spent 10 years of my childhood in music school. Lovely. Uh, yes. What do you play? Uh, do you play anything? Yeah, I play piano. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Uh, I absolutely love it. Uh, like when we moved to the house here in Ireland, I instantly bought the piano and started practicing uh, again and again. Uh, but, you know, like when I was a child, Music was pretty much like all of my uh, extra time, extracurricular activities, course to school. So that was it. I absolutely hated PE, but you know, like uh, when we have sports in school, it's just it's just boring. I think for oh, everyone so because boring. it's easy. Yeah, so, it's my volleyball. Grade, I had like the grades I in Romania were from one to ten or two to ten. I can't remember, but I had ten in maths. English mm. or uh, physics and I had five and six and physical education and all this it was just my worst nightmare like getting me yeah. to around the 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 field it was just yeah, yeah. so it only gets you there <laughs> sorry yes uh, exactly and you know like being a teenager you don't really like sports either because like you have to change then you sweat a lot there's, you know, like boring, boring stuff like volleyball, football. I have to, you know, always be really 
careful about my hands as well since I was playing. So oh, not yes. to, you know, hurt them. Uh, so it was, it was really, really hard. Um, when I got into university, obviously we have physical education as well, but oh. I was very, very lucky to find out that we have uh, yoga in university. Ooh, beautiful. Yes. So that was, you know, like something new, a breath of fresh air as well. Uh, and like these, these uh, classes were every week free of charge because... Uh, it's brilliant. Yes, because the, you know, universities in Poland, they are free of charge, uh, at least the, you know, like the state ones, so you don't have to pay. And uh, this is, I like kind of got into more relaxed movements, something which I'm really more kind of into, the breathing techniques, the whole, you know, the movements, the slower movement. And I've learned that it not necessarily needs to be, you know, like this cardio exercises or like yeah, team sports. Yeah. Yes. Or anything like that to, to really kind of enjoy it. And I, and I really like that I get to learn that, you know, like there is some, you know, movement and sports that I can really get into and, and like it. So I think for me, that was the first discovery that there might be something else out there than, you know, those, those boring sports that you play in school or just well, doing gymnastics or whatever. Business yeah. or, tra yeah, traditional way of moving. Um, yeah. Did you enjoy yoga immediately or did it take a while to understand what was going on? At the, the very beginning, it, it, it took a while, to be honest, to understand, like, what is the structure of the class? Why are we doing things certain way and those kind of things? For me, what also helped is that the teacher, she was really, really patient and she corrected us how to do certain asanas. Uh, because I think if you... If you practice sports, but you don't have the good foundations of it and you are doing the things not necessarily super correctly or even in a bad way, it may, you know, like have an impact what you are doing next. The technique is really, really important, I think, just not to hurt yourself. Because if you keep repeating the same pattern, as in life, for example, as in with your behavior, it not necessarily is sometimes it's, it's, it's good for you. So I think that for me, it was crucial just to uh, just to understand it, like how this all works kind of structurally. To have the structure, yeah. Yes. Definitely in yoga, you need that um, alignment and structure, especially when you're a beginning, a beginner, you need um, to know where you're going and if you're doing it right, because you can hurt yourself. Once you are more um, experienced in the physical practice anyway, uh, you can experiment more, you can let go a little bit more, you can have a little bit more yes. fun. But as a beginner, you definitely need those. You need a teacher who can guide you uh, through that structure of movement so you can enjoy it and not feel definitely. it. Definitely, definitely. And uh, just continuing on that journey, you know, um, when I started working in big tech, I realized that, you know, like in those companies, the job, sometimes it gets really intense. You have multiple projects to, to manage. You have multiple people to, to, you know, talk to. And this triggers not necessarily good sometimes mental uh, health habits. So you are always busy. Sometimes you are, you know, doing stuff over time. Sometimes you work weekends, which is not necessarily healthy. And yeah, yeah. In, in, in my case, unfortunately, like uh, one of my managers in, in Google was really, really bad in terms of that. 
I, I had really bad time managing my mental health, and I can admit that uh, yeah. at the time, and started realizing how to fit certain, you know, good habits into that. So started going to the to the gym classes. I started doing a little bit of a mat pilates when I was there. And I really liked it. I had a instructor that was from Russia. She was very, very flexible and <laughs> to like very kind of, uh, you know, focusing, focusing on that. Uh, I started doing a little bit of a strength work as well. Um, I was very lucky that uh, colleague of mine, like he was, um, he was a instructor. So like I had like a private training with him and he taught me how to do, you know, squats correctly, how to do weights correctly, just not to hurt my back as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how was your uh, back during this? So it was a full on office job. Um, were you on site or working from home at the time as well? So at the time, half of it, half of the time, it was the full time because it was pre-pandemic. And then after, uh, you know, like during the pandemic, it was a little bit different. But when I was there, like, obviously, like we have those nice facilities like gym, for example. So after some time, I started, you know, taking advantage of it. Even during the day, during lunchtime, I was doing 30 minutes classes two or three times a week. And it was it was helping, you know, like on mental health of uh, side of things definitely I so making a difference in that because I think and you know I think all of the things are connected to each other because if you are not taking care of you know your mental and physical then you're it's you know like a structure your, your work is gonna you know reflect that if you are you know starting to crumble bit bit by bit so it all kind of I think uh, comes together but again, not a big fan of cardio, to be honest. I still not. Um, last last weekend, I've tried CrossFit with my boyfriend. Absolutely, I was trashed after that. I didn't enjoy it fully, but it was super fun, at least to, you know, like check yourself. Like, how are you? Well, to try different things, isn't it? Yes. Like, I, I'm not a fan of the gym. Of course, everybody knows that. And I'm not a fan, a fan of running either. I just think it's not good for my knees. But I did try it. I did go to the gym. I did try one CrossFit class. I did go to, you know, it's good to try at least yes. one thing and see what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. And then you stick to what you enjoy anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, you know, like, uh, again, like if you take care of your body, then the rest will follow. Uh, right. The mind will follow and the work will follow whatever you are doing in your life. Obviously, work. It's nice, but it's not important. And I'm trying to foster this culture right now in my, in my current job. You know, like if you are not taking care of yourself, nobody else will do it. Uh, right. So let's come back to um, let's come back to you being laid off and what changed <laughs> after that moment in time. Yes. So it's it's an interesting story because like I left Google for a role that promised me like a really really big career growth. Growth. I don't want to talk about it in, in a very details, but it was really groundbreaking for me to, you know, move to the more, much more, more senior role where I can step up. But uh, I was in this role only four months and then boom, the news happened, you know, the laid-offs happened. I got the dreaded email that I'm going to be laid off. And at the very beginning, I just laughed it out. I was just like, oh, this must be a joke. It will take some time until, you know, the, the ground settle. Maybe I will not be laid out whatsoever. I try to deny it. You know, you go through different stages of grief, obviously. 
as uh, as you was do. this a job that you really wanted was this yes. kind of like something you know that was a dream job yes it was it was a dream job it was you know like stepping up it was something that I could do more independently as a person and really you know fulfill what I wanted to see in my career so I really was excited and especially you know like Leaving Google is something that people sometimes they glorify. Uh, if you are leaving Google for something else, it must be something different and, and something good Bigger for you. And it, yes, yeah. and it was. It was at the time, especially that you know I was I was poached for this role, so I wasn't really looking yes. for it. So I was just you know like the recruiter poached me, and uh, I couldn't say no to this offer because it was very very good. Um. But you know, like after after like I got the email, I was just like, "Shit, what's what's gonna happen now?" You know, like I left, uh, I I will be leaving this company. So like, what's what's going on with me next? I don't know what to do. You know, uh, so like you're going round and round the circles. You know, the anxiety hits, and you kind of need to establish like the new new routine, the new life for you, at least yeah. for a temporary time, right? And obviously, some people would say, oh, that's great because you can, you know, like take care of yourself, take as much time as you would like to off and just 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 plan it out. For me, it was a few months. Yes. But uh, like I like structure. I like to, you know, have planned things to something to look forward to. And I think especially in countries and in Ireland where sometimes, especially in winter, you have this continuous, you know, days of rain and darkness where you oh, really need it's to <laughs> definitely need yeah you need something to look forward to yes yeah um, all my holidays in advance just to have something to exactly winter months yes uh, I, I do the same so for me it was just like what what am I going to do next so first of all I just kind of left everything behind close the laptop just kind of separate myself just try to enjoy like so I was uh, you know watching a lot of tv watching a lot of trashy things just kind of indulge myself mm. into things because you're allowed you to were, as well yeah, I mean, you're allowed like, to you're allowed you've to heard a loss in one way so you, yes. you're allowed to deal with it as you as you yes the need it's to. like it's like grieving right and then think about okay this happened but it's not the end of the world right so you need to think about what do you want to do next? It not necessarily needs to, you have to build your CV or look for a job. So it wasn't like that for me. For me, it was just like, what am I going to do every day to fill this free time that I have right now? And to kind of think about the next steps after that. Um, so again, like I'm kind of, the, I was working in big tech. So advertising is a big thing for me. And I think it was also, you know, like luck or call it any other way you want the universe speaking to you. But uh, I saw an ad on Instagram that there's a Pilates studio opening, the Reformer Pilates studio opening next to me. And I always wanted to try it. But uh, the reason I haven't tried it yet, it was, you know, I live more on the outskirts of Dublin and I don't have a car. Yeah, uh, and that's on purpose. That's on purpose uh, for and the same, environmental same. reasons, uh, yeah. for you know costly reasons, uh, whatever you call it. And um, but it was just like uh, five minutes by bus from me, or fifteen minutes by cycle. So I decided to try it, and from the first day, 
from the first classes, I knew that this is something for me. And this is something that helps me to recover from this weird existential crisis, weird mental kind of situation that I need to, you know, I just need to survive it. You need to embrace it, yeah. uh, but you yeah. need to go through this, you know, process. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's it. That's it, basically. So, How did you know? You said you knew from the first moment. How, what was it? What was the feeling? What, what made you think this is it? I found yeah. that's mine. So it was a good mix for me of really good mental exercise uh, and also something that is more intense than yoga. Because I think if you do yoga a lot, especially Hatha yoga, is that you get into your mind a little bit too much sometimes and you let your mind go. And I didn't need that at the time. What I needed, you know, is just to let go my mind, but at least, you know, focus one hour on something different, which which is, you know, physical activity. And uh, first of all, if you are doing reformer, you need to focus on what you are doing, because if you are not doing it right, you can fall oh, over. Absolutely. <laughs> for, those of, for those of you who don't know what reformer is, is Pilates with the use of the machines, the springs, and um, it definitely challenges your balance. It definitely challenges your core strength, but also it's a full mind-body practice because you have to stay connected. You have to stay in the present moment. You can't let your mind wander. Otherwise, you can hurt yourself. You can fall off. Now, I'm not saying that to scare people. <laughs> off. It's one of the it's one of my favorite things to do now, reformer. I'm just um yeah, just explaining that it is it is you need to focus a lot. You, you, it requires a lot of concentration. Yeah, that's true. So like, even if I'm on the classes, I'm trying to turn off my notifications on my watch just to not distract me because the minute I distract, it's it's the end of us, you know, like you can, you know, follow into the weird movement pattern. You can start thing, doing things differently. You can, you know, stop counting the reps, etc. Not listening to the teacher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So one thing was just like a really focus for me. It was uh, my mind was totally focused on, you know, doing the exercise and nothing, nothing else. The second thing, I think it was much more intensity of a workout than yoga. So the movements are faster. There are more reps. There is much more focus on the strength. So building muscles, building, you know, like your physical, but also internal strength, which I think kind of follow looking at the time right now. Like I see how much I've grown in terms of focusing on my strength, both mentally and physically. Uh, doing aspect rather than how yes. you, yeah for how you look yes how you feel in the body exactly yeah and then I think it's also building the flexibility for me because uh, like I really always like building the flexibility you know trying to you know be more flexible doing those weird acrobatic stuff as well because sometimes if you go into the elephant for example or those standing poses you really need to focus you know like how to how to do certain things. So this was really, really something for me that I fell in love with instantly from, you know, like the minute I finished my first classes, it was just, yes, I will keep on going, you know. And at the time it was really good also for me because um, when I got laid off, we got the generous packages where we can use of some funding for wellness. So oh, I, yeah. 
But so that's, a, I, that's a very positive thing out of that. Yes, yes. So I could instantly, you know, like buy like some more of the classes just to spread it out throughout the year as well and really use it. So that was, you know, like uh, really good for me. Good award in those uh, tough times, I would say it. But uh, overall, I think this is like the, the minute I step on it, I knew this is something for me. And how is that journey now? How are you? How are you finding your movement journey today? And um, if uh, any advice you could give someone who mm. wants to try something new, wants to try something new, like you've tried yoga, like you've tried CrossFit, like you've tried Reformer, um, what advice would you give someone? Where are you now and what advice would you give people who don't know how to go? So I think like overall, this is my eighth, ninth month uh, doing Reformer. So quite the journey, I would say. So I think like what I see right now is definitely, you know, the growth of strength, both physically and mentally. Uh, and there's almost this glow to it. There are friends that I wasn't seeing for months and I just saw them recently on some some events and they were just telling me, what happened to you? Like, you look really well, like you almost like see that you are glowing what 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 happened in your life that you look I love so that. I love that. yes and uh, they told me oh you almost like grow like a taller or something like that and I think there's something to it once you start doing something you really really enjoy and it's not a chore and it's not uh, you know like big routine you have to really do it uh, although there are days that uh, I have, you know, this feeling that, oh, my God, I have to go to these classes. I've, I'm feeling lazy today, but I push myself to doing it anyway. It, it's, it's, it's really good. We are not talking about nutrition today, but it's always also important, you know, like to put good stuff in your body uh, yeah. and really, you know, fuel, fuel yourself up, which, you know, like uh, also is important. But I think like in, in this overall process, the more the most important thing was just to embrace it, fail it. And it's OK to fail. And there are things that, you know, like in, in your life that they are, you know, like they don't depend on you. They are outside of your control and you have to just accept it and not dwell too much on it. Yeah. And um, and this is it's the same. Okay. It's also okay to um, yes. watch uh, those uh, Netflix series and um, and stay in exactly. bed for a while, but go out there, try something, and get out of it. Right? Yes. And that's that's the advice I would give to people, you know, who are still, you know, like on their journey to finding that right movement. It's okay. It's okay to fail. It's okay, especially you I know, like, like if, yes not like it uh, or if you are not liking it at the beginning just try it and just see um and always you know like in in life in work in sports as well there will be things that you will not like i still hate like all of the arms exercises in pilates <laughs> and i still feel like uh, i'm really bad at it because like my my hands really are we always think we're we're bad <laughs> when we're not always but, you know, like there are always things that should to work on, you know, like you, your body as a whole, right? Uh, if you are more uh, flexible like me, for example, there are things that are less, you know, like good in your body. Like, for example, your arms work or your abs work. And that's OK. We will not be, you know, perfect in every stage and every 
a part of our lives and that's okay. And there are things to work on, but there are things also to accept it. And uh, I think it's the, the same in sports. We cannot be good at everything. And that's fine. We can be okay at it. We and we can have to be Olympic uh, yes. <laughs> sports people. I don't know. We don't always have to run fastest, yes. fastest or be the best or be the strongest. Or Exactly. Right? Unless you are a competing bodybuilder, you don't need that much strength. You need yes. enough strength to keep you going and to keep you aging well and keep you independent through your old age. And same with flexibility. We don't all exactly. have to do splits. <laughs> if that's your goal, that's perfectly okay. But you need yeah. enough mobility, enough flexibility to keep you um, from injuries in your in your everyday yes. life. Yes, I recently also read uh, the post that you can be amazing at something and hating it. And that's much worse than, you know, like being just okay at something and loving it. Enjoying it. Yes, uh, I exactly. love that. I love that. So you can be amazing at something and hate it, but you can be average or bad at something and love it. And it's, and it has a greater impact on your mind. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it just works so much better in your life. And like, and you see the effects of it. If you are doing something you like, yeah. I love that. I love that. We're going to end with that because it's beautiful. And <laughs> um, what would you say? What so your advice is is do it, try if you don't like it, that's okay. Um, but what would you have done differently? Um, I don't know, years ago with movement, what would you have done knowing this information that you know now? Have you would you have done anything else differently? I think I would. I definitely think I would be much more open minded when it comes to different sports that you know, like they're out, are out there, you know, like, but being in, in Eastern Europe, sometimes it does not help because especially if you live in a small city. So competitive. Yes. So competitive. And also there are limited options. So that's that. But uh, I think just if I have much more awareness, how physical activity impacts on your body, on your overall kind of well-being and whatever you kind of do the physical activity should have take place in your life either you know at least two or three times a week it makes much so much more difference you know like in your life and you feel it even if you are not convinced to it just try it whatever it is whether where this is a walk of 30 minutes cycling anything that you might enjoy or even sometimes if you force to it just push yourself a little bit. Push yourself a little bit. <laughs> exactly. That, that I think that's what I would do differently. Very good. Thank you so, so very much, Magda. Thank you for joining. Thank you so much. I loved our chat and um, we'll see you again in the Pilates class. <laughs> Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye-bye.